You are listening to the Mompreneur Mindset Podcast, a space where we empower you to build an aligned business so you can spend less time on the things you think you should be doing in your business and more time with the people you love. I am your host, Gianna Diggs. Let's get into it. Welcome back to the show. So today I have another guest. Her name is Amy Roadman, and she's going to be talking about time blocking and specifically how to infuse creativity to make your time blocking process efficient. And so a little bit about Amy. She's a visual arts teacher with over 20 years of experience teaching classes, workshops, camps and private lessons to all ages. She currently teaches primarily throughout school in her local museum's residency program as a teaching artist, but has recently expanded into offering creative retreats for adults. And she's actually getting ready to launch her own podcast and course to help virtual teachers get really creative with what kinds of classes they can offer. And so I loved the interview with Amy. She's going to drop some gems on you. So like I always say, get your pen and paper ready and let's get into the interview. Hi, Amy. Welcome to the show. Hi, thanks for having me. Okay, so I'm super excited for our sh- our interview today. So we're going to talk about time blocking and the power of creativity and how that can help you stick to it. So that's a really interesting topic, and I'm really excited to hear you today. Um, so the first thing I really want to know for those who are not really familiar with it, what exactly is time blocking? Time blocking is whenever you break down your day into blocks of time or sections of time to accomplish different tasks. So I um, really look at the day and figure out what I need to accomplish and then kind of decide how much time I need for each of those areas of my life. Okay. Um, So how do you go about You said for each area. So do you have like certain categories or like how do you go about breaking your time blocking blocks down? Yeah, I have. So since I'm a business owner, I don't just focus on one thing. I feel like I have a bunch of things going on all over the place all the time. So I have to kind of put it into those categories, both professionally and then personally, too, because I have to figure out what needs done around the house. I have to figure out when I'm going to be picking up my kids, you know, so Mm -hmm. I have to schedule everything. And I feel like basically a manager of my life, you know, and not just of my life, but my entire family's life. So I live by my calendar or things Mm -hmm. wouldn't get done. Okay. Do you use a, uh, like a planner, like a physical planner? Do you use uh, Google or what, how do you, what's the best process that you find works? For me, I used to always be a paper planner. And then when Google Calendar came around, I started using that, which was fantastic because it didn't matter where I was. It was on my phone when I made a doctor's appointment standing there, Mm -hmm. you know, right in front of the receptionist. I was able to pull everything up. And then whenever I became a business owner, I went back to a paper planner as well so that I can just glance at things whenever I'm because I'm on Zoom all the time. I'm on my computer and I don't want to toggle back and forth. So it is a little more time consuming now because I make sure I enter everything into Google Calendar, but I also have my paper planner. My Google Calendar though is split up into our each of the family members with colors 
And then I get an email in the morning that gives me my agenda for the, for the day. And it also sends me reminders. So I can't forget to go pick up somebody or go somewhere. <laughs> right. Um, the paper planner, I've gone through several different ones before I found something I was really happy with. And what mine actually is, is an appointment book that on Amazon, it's, it's targeted toward hairdressers, you know, salon owners, and it's broken down into 15 minute increments. Hmm. And that way I can see my entire week in front of me from 8am till 8pm. And it's in 15 minutes. So I can just actually block off an entire hour or 45 minutes or whatever the amount of time is that I'm teaching a class so that I can see the entire day right there blocked out right for me. Right. And that's super, super important because I know with having my daughter that it's like it's so easy to forget you have to do something because, you know, I may have it in my paper planner, but it's not on my phone. And then it's like, oh, I forgot that I actually had to do this thing. Um, So I I love the idea of having your paper planner, but also having the Google that's on your phone that you take with you everywhere. So now I'm so interested in how you infuse your art and your, your creativity into your time blocking. So please talk to me about that. I am a person that when I get involved in a task or like I have a project that I have in mind, I will Mm -hmm. focus on that and that's it and I'll ignore everything else. And what I was realizing is I was just working all the time. You know, any free Mm -hmm. time I had, I was, whether I was sitting at a desk and actually working or I'd, now that we have all, we all have laptops and mobile devices that we can sit in the living room and I'd be in front of the TV and I really wasn't paying attention to the TV. And so what I tried to do then is actually look at my day. And that's why that paper planner was so helpful for me because I can look at the Mm -hmm. day and say, this is how many hours I should be working and then turn myself off, you know, like before I just wouldn't turn myself off. So now it is color coded. So I have specific work tasks in a certain color and then like personal, just household, household or kind of you know, the managerial things that moms do in another color. And then, you know, I actually look at how much time I have that can be for me and what I can do creatively or because I'm an art teacher, you know, it's pretty easy to like want to do creative things. But I look at a lot of people that say, I'm not creative because I'm not artsy or, you know, I can't even draw Mm -hmm. a stick figure. And that's okay because they're probably creative in different ways. Like, whether they're problem solvers or they like to do really creative things in the kitchen or whatever, schedule time in to do those things and look at your day and see where you're really focusing time for yourself. And that's what has been really helpful for me as far as realizing I don't need to work all the time. I need to shut myself off. Right. And I think that's something, that's a good point because I know for me, uh, my computer is always next to me and it can be mm-hmm. so easy for me to be on my computer all day. And like my fiance will look at me and say like, well, what are you doing? And I'm just like, I'm just fiddling around. Like I'm not really doing anything important. I'm just on my computer because, you know, uh, he might be watching TV and I may not be interested. Like we, we have some similarities, like we like sports and we still watch wrestling, which some people are like, wait, <laughs> you're 32 years old. You still watch wrestling. But um so stuff like that, I, I, I'll watch TV, but I'm kind of multitasking because I'm like 
on my computer and kind of watching TV at the same time. So I can say something that I've done is I actually got a uh, coloring, uh, adult coloring book. Mm -hmm. And so it has like affirmations and, you know, sometimes instead of like mindlessly watching TV, I'll just sit there and color and it just, it's relaxing. And um, I think that's a good way uh, to kind of remove yourself from the technology. Exactly. And I agree with you a hundred percent about, um, you know, the computer's just there and it's on and I'm just kind of, like you said, fiddling around. Like I'm not doing anything. I'm not accomplishing anything a lot of times on it. Right. Um, you know, I used to, and I haven't used it as much, <clears throat> excuse me. I haven't used it as much, but Pinterest was one of those things where I felt like oh, I'm generating ideas or I'm coming up with different things that I could do. And I would save a whole bunch of pins while I was watching TV because then I felt like I was doing something other than just like mm-hmm. watching something I didn't care about. But, right. um, and I, what I have to say too is in my schedule, it's not like I every hour of that day from 8 a.m. to 8 p.m. is scheduled. You know, like what I make sure I do is leave open spaces too mm. for like just downtime you know so it's not like I say oh I'm gonna watch tv from 7 30 to 8 30 you know but mm-hmm. it's just knowing that that's there and trying to set things aside and so what I've been also doing is I have a book that I've been reading and it's like okay I'm gonna just leave it right there next to my chair and whenever the rest of the family's watching shows that I don't care about I'll pull out the book and read a chapter right and that's that's so important because we can overschedule ourselves, right? Mm-hmm. Because we're like, oh, I got all these blocks. I'm going to do this and that and this and that. And it's like, oh, wait. And then you look at your schedule and be like, I got like three of those 10 things I scheduled because you overscheduled yourself, right? That's a really good point too because um, one of the things that I recently started doing was co-working with some people sometimes like mm. over Zoom. And, you know, the first time I did that, I was like, what is the point of this? We're just sitting there on Zoom working on our computer. You know, like I could do this by myself. But what was really great was you kind of made these connections with other people that had pretty common goals. And then at the end of the hour, it was like, okay, so what did you accomplish? Because that forces you to actually get something done in that hour. (laughs) Do something, yeah. And so you can't do – I'm so sorry. (laughs) Okay. <laughs> the door just opened. What are you doing? I'm recording. I'm recording something. You need to shut the door. Okay. Sorry about that. It's always no, no worries. Always <laughs> shut whenever I have stuff going on, and it's very rare that they open the door. But you know, the occasional I need a question or answered right yeah. now. You know. Yeah. Sort of my thing. my kids in school right now. So if not, she'd have been busting in here. Mommy, what are you doing? So it's all good. Yeah. But um, so with co-working, I just found that that started getting me to realize that I need to really focus in on my time. And mm. before, I would just spend hours doing things that just would drag out so much longer than they needed to. Mm-hmm. But as far as overscheduling, I also would come to that hour of co-working with all these tasks I wanted to complete. And mm-hmm. there, then I'd be stressed that I didn't get everything done. So it's just really a balance of figuring out what you can ac- actually accomplish within the day and within a certain time frame. So, um, 
you know, that just took some time to figure out, okay, when I'm writing copy or I'm doing this or scheduling classes, whatever it is that I have to do, I always give myself a little cushion of time because I don't want to feel like I have all this unfinished business for the day and have to carry it over. And of course, stuff does carry over to the next day. And I make sure that, you know, what I accomplish those priorities first, kind of set those major tasks that really do need done and try to start with them instead of procrastinate, because then at the end of the day, you're rushing to get the things that really needed done. Right. And that's that's super important because um, this actually happened uh, recently for me, um, I'm in an accountability mastermind kind of thing, um, flow, flow 365, um, with, with Mia Moran. I love her. Um, and something I noticed when I was coming up with my big rocks was that I had stuff that I was putting too much things into one area. So I was like, Oh, I'm getting ready for the podcast. Right. And then I was like, I need to do email copy and I'm getting ready to launch this program and I'm doing all these things. And I would find that I did one, of those big rocks because I had three big rocks that were all um, that were all business stuff. And so I, I realized like, okay, no, one big rock has to be business and it's one topic because I would over schedule myself in trying to get all these business things done and only end up doing one big thing. Uh, mm-hmm. So I think that that's super important to also really realize that too and and self-evaluate like you know self-evaluate where you're kind of falling short and not beat yourself up about it but say how can I fix it um so that's my that's my little two cents on on over schedule that (laughs) self-assessment is really important because that's what was happening to me too I just felt like I was spinning my wheels and not getting anywhere and because I have several different focuses where I work part-time on more than one thing it Mm -hmm. was oh, well, an email came in about this. And then it was, you know, like, oh, squirrel, squirrel, you know. (laughs) (laughs) Right, squirrel syndrome, yeah. (laughs) Exactly. You You can't just stay focused on that one thing. So the time blocking is really helping. And making my phone silent during those times or um, I don't know if you've ever heard of the Pomodoro method where you set yes. an alarm for 25 minutes and then actually get up and stretch and take a break for five minutes. And that's also been helpful in the time blocking so that I – I get something accomplished because I'm like, okay, I have this time and then an alarm's going to go off to like kind of let me reset and start on something new if I need to. Right. And I was going to say, it just reminded me of something that I, I kind of started doing is that in those breaks, I would do like thinking about creativity, right? Like how can you make that time, you know, meaningful for you mm-hmm. affirmations like doing affirmations during that time or you know I have a I have a Fitbit so it tracks my steps so like going and getting my uh 230 steps in for that hour because I've been sitting for 25 minutes or whatever whatever just feels good in the body is kind of like where I, I've gone with it um but I think just again going back to being creative with it is like okay if you like to color color for five minutes or do do something that is really gonna make you feel um like you know you're not dreading kind of going back into that next 25 minute block exactly yeah we um we live in the country so we have a big yard and woods behind us and sometimes and even though we have this beautiful setting if it's not perfect weather I'm not exactly the most outdoorsy type of person Um, Mm -hmm. so when it's a really nice day, that's one of the things that I like get up and I'll just like open the door and stand outside just to like take it all in and breathe that fresh air. 
And when it's cold, it's like, okay, well, you know what? I am in the basement. My office is in the basement. So I'm going to walk upstairs and then walk up to the second story and back and like actually stretch because I'm stuck in the house all day throughout the winter, Mm -hmm. you know, but you're right. It's hard to get those steps in and you need to do (laughs) like think of creative things. And so I've, you know, just kind of done like a walk through the house before just to get moving. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I love that. So, you know, as a mom, right, we we're balancing so many different things. We are business or if you, you know, work a regular job or keeping your house clean and your, your kids, your, um, your spouse, your self care, all these different things, right. That we have to balance as moms. So what piece of advice would you give someone who is struggling with all the things we talked about, right? Keeping your schedule and time blocking. And if they are scheduling, like how, how could you implement or infuse the create the creative, creative processes, excuse me, that we kind of talked about? I think that first you just have to kind of decide what it is you love to do. Like what is something you're mm-hmm. really passionate about? Because, mm-hmm. you know, as an art teacher, I know not everybody's going to love art and, you know, think, oh, I have to draw to be creative. I know that there's so many other ways, but, you know, sometimes you get this vision of what you want to do and it's like, well, I just don't have time for that because it's something really involved. So then, Mm -hmm. you know, break that up into smaller steps even. Like, well, what's something that I could do that takes just a few minutes a day for me to be interested in something other than those you know, the household chores or running your kids everywhere or while they're at practice, what can I take a walk and just like listen to a podcast or listen to an audiobook or just music that I really love or, you know, mm-hmm. it doesn't have to be that you're doing something. Sometimes it's like, how can I get creative with how I can almost rest for myself? Mm, you know, I love that. Take care of myself. And I used mm. to be that impatient person whenever you're sitting in a waiting room. And then I started realizing like, I get to read an entire article in a magazine. I get to have quiet time, you know? So whether it's you are figuring out something that you have been wanting to do and you haven't for so long just because you've been too busy, or it's more about just like stepping back away from everything and like giving yourself a breather. Mm. Oh my gosh. I love that so much. So last question before we wrap up, where can the listeners find you online? I am Amy Rodman at, well, my website is just amyrodman.com, but on Instagram and Facebook, I'm amy.rodman.art. Okay. Well, thank you so much for this conversation. Um, you have me really sitting here thinking how I can infuse more creativity into my day. Um, so thank you so much and we'll talk soon. Thank you. Thank you for listening to the Mompreneur Mindset Podcast. I hope you got a lot of value out of today's episode. If you enjoyed listening to the show, I would love it if you could subscribe and rate or review the show. Your support means the world to me. Also, if you write a review and email it to me, you will be entered in to win a By Design Day of Boxer. Head to giannadiggs.com backslash podcast for more information.